are listening to Move With Radiance, a podcast all about helping you release who you should be so you can step into who you really are. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to live our biggest, brightest lives. Hello, happy Friday. Welcome to the Move With Radiance podcast. I am your host, Stephanie. And if you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. And if you've been with me for a while, I love you. Thank you for being here as always. (laughs) And if you are new here, a little update. Um, My partner and I are currently traveling around the U.S. in our van. (laughs) That is our home as of right now. We were living in Utah for some time and just with everything going on, it just seemed like the right time to take action on this, (laughs) as weird as that sounds. Um, And we're trying to figure out our next steps. Where do we want to go? What do we want to do with this next chapter of our lives? Where do we want to end up for a while? And where do we want to settle down for some time? And So a lot of things are up in the air right now, (laughs) and part of this trip and part of this experience has been challenging me to really, really, really understand my relationship with uncertainty and how to navigate all of that and how to find groundedness and certainty within my environment that is ever-changing and where the unknown is a very large thing right now (laughs) and how to find that confidence within myself that, you know, we've got this and we're going to figure it out. And how, again, do I ground myself and create that sense of safety within my environment right now, even though we don't know where we're going in all of this. And I think this is just something that is so necessary for just life. I think it's a really necessary thing to reflect on just again with everything that's happening right now and to just understand that we have the ability to create that sense of certainty within ourselves and even if we don't know what the outcome is going to be we can use the energy like instead of worrying about all the things that could potentially go wrong and spending so much of our energy fixating on that and trying to plan for how to navigate all of those things, we can then instead take that energy, bring it back to ourselves and focus on and building up this muscle of understanding, no matter what happens, I'm going to figure it out. And this comes with something that I talk about with all of my clients, every, every single one of my clients, we talk about the evidence banks and how we have essentially two evidence banks. We have a negative evidence bank and a positive one. And our brains, when we, whatever we fixate on, our brain is always, or or whatever negative belief or story that we have about ourselves, our brain is fixated on that. And it's going to try and do everything that we possibly can to prove as to like, to prove why that's true. And so if we are fixating on something negative, we're going to be more, there's going to be more of an ability within ourselves to 
point out and find all of the negative things that support that thing. So if we're focusing on everything's going to go wrong, (laughs) I'm not going to be able to figure this out. Here's all the worst case scenarios. We're going to really, we're going to be, it's going to be so easy to prove that point and to find all of the things in our external world, all the things going on within us that prove that to be true. And so it's going to feel true. And it is our job to recognize that that is happening, to understand that 90% of the thoughts that we think are the same thoughts. And so many of those thoughts are negative ones because we've hardwired that pathway in our brain for that thought to come up first. So it's easy for that thought to come up first if we've been thinking it for a really long time. And so we have to really practice and build up this other muscle of building up that positive evidence bank, really focusing on the, the, um, the outcome that we, or the, the way we actually want to feel about the situation. And so if we decide to choose instead, Hey, I'm going to figure out what to do, no matter what happens, there's always a solution to a problem. I'm going to be able to figure this out and make it through and get out of this thing. I'm going to always be able to do that regardless of if it's difficult or if it's the outcome that I wanted. I'm always going to be able to figure it out and I'm always going to be able to get through to the other side. If that's what we desire, we we need to build up this positive evidence bank as to why that's true. And so allowing ourselves to, one, we can focus on past events and, and prove and show and build up that bank of saying, Hey, look at all of these other times where things were difficult, but I figured it out and I got to the other side and I gathered all this new information and I, uh, came out with a new outlook or whatever that may be. I'm going to focus on those things, build up that evidence bank. And even in your small micro decisions in your day to day to really use that muscle it's practice. We have to rebuild this new neural pathway in our brain to think these positive thoughts first. And in order to do that, we have to be very conscious and make this an active practice for ourselves and focus on really building up that positive thought bank and saying, look it, I figured this out. Look at, I did this and look at, I did this, build it, build it, build it, build it, and consciously be doing that every single day. And over time, we'll rebuild a new neural pathway and it'll be easier for those more positive thoughts to surface first. I really just jumped in there. was not expecting to talk about that. It fits really nicely with what we're going to talk about today, but there's some little bonus nuggets for you as you move into your weekend if you're listening to this on Friday. So quick update before we start. I just always want to, because I just love this community so much. You are my, just, I just, I just love you. (laughs) And I always want to make sure that you get the, the information that a lot of my other channels don't really receive in the way that it's, I give it here. That makes sense. So I always want to keep you updated with all the latest things so that this community can be the first to jump on these types of opportunities that I have, because again, I love and appreciate you so much. And with that being said, again, if you have been listening to these episodes over the past few months or so, you know that I have been on this journey of creating a new program. Over the last few years, I've really focused on my one-on-one program. For a while, I was building a group program with one of my really dear friends, and we have since decided to end that program and go different directions. And there's something about there was something about running that group program that really uh, just felt right. 
And ever since then, even though I absolutely love my one-on-one clients and I love serving women in that way, I've been, been being called to open up this option for a group again. And not only because I can help more people and I can share this gift with more women at once. Um, and not only that, but it, it's a lower investment. It's a lower time commitment and just so many, uh, you can, how do I want to say this? What am I trying to say? (laughs) It's an easier commitment than going all in with six months one-on-one. It's a lot of time and a lot of commitment. And, uh, this is just an easier entry point, I think, to this work. And that really excites me. But also some of my best friends, some of the women that I feel closest to, and some of the women that I've been able to share so much of my life with, I've met through group programs that I've done. And through talking with so many of you, one of the things that I hear consistently is this desire to build more vulnerable connections with other women. And I really want to give you this opportunity to create that, to not only gather some more information and and be coached and have all of this um, a, a sacred space to be able to receive this information, but to do it with a group of like-minded women who desire very similar things and to give you a space where it's safe to be vulnerable and to open up in that way and to build these relationships, that really is speaking to me along with this whole idea of uplifting women, supporting one another, celebrating each other. I think if so, I, I've been really noticing this in a lot of the culture and a lot of the things that we see today. There's so many movies and shows and just environments that pin women against each other. And I think that's causing a lot of damage and it's causing a lot of harm. And we're so powerful when we can come together and see our strengths within one another and support each other in such a deep and vulnerable way. There's just so much freaking power in that. And I just have these visions of what that can do for each other and for the planet and for humanity as a whole. If we, as women come together and love each other so deeply and support each other and going even a layer deeper with that, which is something I'll talk about and what I envision for this program in terms of, of curriculum, but celebrating our bodies as women and what our bodies are doing and what superpowers we have with connecting with our bodies on a deeper level and being able to do that together. It's just, it really is speaking to me and calling to me. And I feel very committed to this journey and to this vision and to this mission. And so I have been in the last, really, I mean, the last year, but within the last few months, especially I've been in this creation mode of birthing. I keep saying birthing and it's, it's funny, all of the different like metaphors and stuff I've been given around birth, <laughs> but I really, truly feel I've been growing this idea within me for the past year and I'm finally ready to bring it to the world and give it life. And 
If you follow me on social media, you may have noticed, and again, I've talked about this in a few episodes before, but I've really stepped back and I've been feeling very called to take some time within myself to bring this idea to life. And so I've been kind of putting certain things on the back burner so that I can put so much of my love and energy into this program. And I've really gotten a lot of light. (laughs) A lot of light has been shined, shown whatever that correct word is there, grammar, you know, uh, it's been illuminated. These, I, I've been able to illuminate so many of the ideas and bring it into more tangible forms. And so I want to share it with you because again, I love this community so much and I want to give you a sneak peek into what is, what's been in my heart for this, for the last year. And what I'm envisioning is, and something else I've been sort of talking about and something that's completely flipped my life upside down in all of the best ways is cycle syncing. And I know that this is a term that's been out there for a bit and I know a lot of people are starting to get curious about it. And I've done a lot of, I've had a lot of conversations with so many of of you about what like what do you know about cycle syncing? What are your um, current thoughts about it? What are you wanting to learn? And just understanding where the where we're at right now with that term, and what I've been hearing a lot, and what I've actually heard before is cycle syncing in terms of hormone balancing and food and exercise and more of this like bodily relationship in terms of consumption or um, hormones or the more, I would say, sciencey <laughs> medical side of things. And there's so much value in that. But in terms of my expertise and where I feel I have a lot of information in terms of everything that I have learned, I'm looking at cycle syncing from a perspective of understanding your emotions, understanding uh, the different ups and downs that come with our cycles and how do we understand how we feel during these different phases of the month and how to actually combine self-care in a, with knowing yourself on a deeper level so that all of that works for you rather than against you and how it all fits together in terms of personal development and understanding the belief systems that we have and shifting, moving through that and, and really, um, taking the temperature on our emotions and, and how we can productively move through those things so that we don't feel burdened by it, or we don't feel these, um, negative stories that we've been told around our emotionality, around just the way that we feel during different times of the month and and to help you feel more understood. I think that's the biggest thing is I've been able to learn about myself on such a deeper level. I started to notice that I would have these different fluctuations throughout the month. And when it was sort of validated that, oh, that's normal. It just felt like so much relief was taking was taken off of me and I was able to actually work with my cycle and work with the different times of the month and how I feel and actually do self-care in a way that feels good and in a way that works with me and my body and that's the point and that's what I want to share and I just have this this vision of 3 months um sharing all of the information I've learned about cycle syncing 
eventually I want to bring in experts to talk more about the hormones and that type of stuff. And I, that's something I'm also throwing around for now, but teaching actual doing like doing live embodiment practices with each other and building this community of women and supporting one another and just really understanding ourselves on the deepest level it and and helping you create this like cheat sheet of self-care practices so that it works for you rather than feeling pressure and burdened by all of it so that's what's been created like this is being created right now. And I'm so excited about it because this whole concept and this way of being has completely changed my life. And it's been able, it's been, I've been able to set boundaries with myself. I've been able to communicate with my loved ones about what I actually need and how I would love that need to be met if it's in an external way, all this kind of stuff. And I want to share all of that knowledge with you so you can feel deeply understood by yourself and no longer need that external validation of what you should be doing because you already have the answer. And that's what I'm creating along with women supporting women and hopefully helping you come out of this program with a best friend like I have with all my other programs. (laughs) So that's what's happening. I'm so excited about it. Just to give you a little sneak peek, I'm probably going to be opening enrollment within the next few months. So it's coming more details on that soon. Um, but again, you're the, you're the only person I'm sharing this with right now. This is the the community I'm sharing this with. So you have a little insider sneak peek and I will um, be opening up a wait list for this program as well. So stay tuned. I'm so excited. I basically used up my entire... <laughs> episode time to talk about this, but it's really important to me and I'm so excited. I do still want to share with you uh, today's podcast topic. (laughs) And this is something I've also been, uh, this has been life-changing in my own world and something that I've actually been really working on with one of my clients. This is something we talk about frequently and and I know that it's been helpful for her as well. And so I wanted to share with you essentially how to recognize and shift the negative stories or the limiting beliefs that we have within ourselves so that we can be who we want to be and so that we can live out our truth and feel more aligned with who we actually are. I know that's a big, heavy... (laughs) everything. And there's a lot of details and nuances to that, but I have four steps that I want to share with you so you can take action immediately. And this does go so much a lot, like this goes along with the evidence bank, uh, tool that I was sharing at the beginning of this episode. And so you can use these two things together to help you start to shift and notice these things. And what I really want to start off by saying is, and sort of the, the whole overarching theme of this episode today is that things have power when you give them power. <laughs> yes, we have choice in so much of the things that we decide to believe about ourselves, the things that we are taking seriously as truth. And I think for so many of us, it's be, it's this normal thing that we're so used to, or these we think these things about ourselves, and we've been thinking these things for so long, and they feel so true to us because we've been thinking them for so long that we don't even really realize we have the power to question them and shift them because they feel so true. 
And so I want you to know as you're doing this and as you're starting to observe all of this, if the concept that you're trying to shift feels really true, it's okay. It's okay. And it, it feels that way because again, we've been thinking it for so long. So uh, this is a practice and this is something that if you commit to it, you will see a shift. I can promise you that, but you have to make that promise to yourself that I'm going to work on this continuously and I'm going to show up for myself so that I can create what it is that I want to create and feel the way that I want to feel. Although I will back up and say, you can feel the way you want to feel now. (laughs) We never want to put that in an end result, but in terms of shifting that so it feels believable, that is going to take time and that's okay if it takes time, but it just takes that commitment and showing up for yourself. So what I want to start off with, and the first tip that I will give in all of this is number one, number, number one in personal development, in life in general is observation, awareness. (laughs) That is like the key to change. If we're not able to aware and if we're not able to be aware or observe our current world and our current internal environment, if we're not observing and if we're not taking the role of creating that awareness, we can't fully see what needs to be shifted. We can't fully change because we're not aware of what needs to be changed or what we desire to create change with. So we have to step into that role of the observer. We get to do that. We get to do that. This is a choice. And um, once we're able to step into this place of observation, of awareness, of being curious, we can then start to gather information. And with that information, we can start to shift and we can start to make changes and decide where it is that we want to go. So we need to step into this role of the observer. Are there certain stories that you're holding onto that you believe are true that are actually holding you back from living your truth or doing the things that you really want to be doing? I'll start with that question. And and I'll give you an example here. I was... uh, I was watching Say Yes to the Dress. <laughs> this is my uh, comfort TV show. I used to watch it all the time when I was younger. TLC, there's a certain certain few shows on that channel that really just are super nostalgic for me and it's very comforting to me. So I've been watching several episodes of that when I uh, just really want to feel that nostalgia and, and ground myself again. <laughs> and in one of the episodes... There was a woman who, if you're not familiar with the show, it's essentially a a show where brides-to-be go and try on different wedding dresses and they choose the dress and they say yes to the dress and (laughs) that's the basis of the show. It's pretty simple. And one of the brides on the show was, um, their wedding was like Halloween type of theme. It was a Halloween-themed wedding. And the, the vibe that I was kind of picking up from that specific episode was, that's weird. That's weird that you want to uh, maybe wear a black dress or you want to have these like spooky things at your wedding. Like that's weird. And I started to think about my own preconceived ideas around that. And I started questioning it. And then all of a sudden I got to this place. I'm like, why is that weird? (laughs) Who decided that that had to be weird? And it's, this is, this is again, it's like questioning so many of the things that we actually want to do 
that we're currently not doing because of this type of story, whether we have the story of like, well, that would be weird or I may look stupid or um, I'm not enough or I might fail, whatever that is. We have this story that's wrapped around an action or something that we want to do that's preventing us from doing it. And so if I give an example with my own life, I love dancing. (laughs) If you, again, follow me on social media, you know that. And for a very, very, very long time, I didn't allow myself to fully express myself in that way uh, unless I was drunk because I was afraid of people calling me weird. And I was afraid that, well, that expressing myself in that way makes me weird. And so I can't do that. And so I didn't. And I didn't express myself that way. And in doing that, I was holding myself back from experiencing so much joy and so much, uh, mm, how do I describe this feeling? Just freedom, I guess, and bliss. And there's just something that I can't really describe when you tap into allowing yourself to express your deepest desires. There's just something about that that is undescribable. And I was holding myself back from experiencing that because I was holding on to the story of, well, if I do that, that makes me weird. And so just pay attention to, to really pay attention to all these different things. Who's like, what stories, what labels, what, what are you attaching to things that are then preventing you from taking action on something that you really want to do? Well, I'm going to be a failure. Okay, well, first of all, what is failure? (laughs) And who decided that that outcome equals failure? And who decided that failure was a bad thing? Who decided that? (laughs) Why does it have to mean failure? Why does that outcome have to be a negative thing? Why does that have to equal bad. What if it could be something else? And so that's my second step is, I wrote it in my notes, who said? (laughs) Where did that story come from? Who created that for you? Even if you can't quite pinpoint that, just get curious about what, like the story that you're attaching to it and, and why does it have to be that way? Why does it have to be that way? What if failure wasn't a negative thing? What if we didn't even have to use the word failure to describe that outcome? What if that outcome simply was information and the information was neutral? (laughs) Think about the way that you would approach that situation with that new story, with that new way of thinking. So for me, what if my dancing didn't mean I was weird? What if it didn't mean I was weird? And, and going back, this is the other piece that will really, really, really help is, is going back and trying to understand the root of that story. For me, 
when I would express myself in that way, I was given the label weird by my peers. I was made fun of in school and therefore in my head, in my body, I developed that that like, oh, okay, this action equals bad because I'm going to get made fun of and that sucks and I don't want to feel that pain. So I'm going to protect myself from that and I'm not going to do that anymore because that's weird. And once you start to understand where that story comes from, we can then realize it wasn't ours to begin with. It was given to us either by a peer, a family member, a teacher, a societal conditioning, whatever that has to be or whatever that was, we can realize it wasn't ours to begin with. And that I think gives us so much power in realizing that, oh, it's not actually mine. It feels true, but it doesn't have to be my truth. Someone else told me that. Someone else gave me that that label, that story. That's not mine. I can release that and create one that is mine. So where did that story come from and how can you give it less power? So that's step number two. Step number three is give yourself love. It's really easy and I see this so much in the space of like, well, treat your negative thoughts like tell them to shut up and tell them to get out of here and you're not welcome and to shove them aside and say F you and we can't fight hate with hate. First of all, it doesn't work. We can't shame our way into anything. We can't hate our way into anything. If you're here, you probably know that that's the case already. You've probably tried it and you know it doesn't work. <laughs> we can't do that. It doesn't work. Realizing all of us, and I've done a whole episode on this, we all crave unconditional love. That is the basis of so many of the things that we do. We just are craving and and seeking out unconditional love and unconditional meaning no matter what I do, no matter what mistake I make, no matter what state I'm in, no matter what opinion I have, I'm still going to be loved. It's unconditional. That's what we're craving. And we're usually the first people (laughs) to not give ourselves unconditional love. Like we are creating the conditions as to when it's appropriate for us to receive love from ourselves. And so we're, we're doing that to ourselves, realizing that first, like, holy shit, we can change that. And that just, again, takes practice, but understanding that first of all, and realizing within all of this, like I said, that thought process, that fear, that story, that belief was developed out of protection. Our body is trying to keep us safe. Our body is trying to protect us from being made fun of, from being rejected, from being, um, whatever that is, from feeling pain, from feeling hurt, from being sad, like something uncomfortable. Our bodies are trying to constantly protect us from that. That's why that we, we held on to that belief or that story because we're trying to stay safe. And so we have to realize that it's, it's coming from a good place. The intention was good. And so send yourself some love knowing there's a part of you that's just scared. That just is trying to protect you. So we get to say, hey, I see you. I love you anyways. But we're not going to choose that story today. There's there's another one. And I know it's scary and I know we're putting ourselves out there. But in pursuing this action, it's going to get me closer to what it is that I actually desire for myself. Because at the end of all of it, that's what's most important. 
that's what's most important. We're not going to look back and say, wow, I'm so glad I listened to all these people who, one, either didn't matter or who were just projecting their own fears and thoughts onto me. I'm so glad I listened to them and I'm so glad I stayed small and I'm so glad I didn't do the things that I actually wanted to do out of fear. More likely than not, we're going to look back and say, wow, I'm so glad that I pushed through that and that I believed in myself enough to know that this is what I really wanted for myself and that this is what felt really good and true for me. And I did it anyways. And I was there for myself at the end of the day. And I decided that even though it may not have landed well with that person, or even if I felt, you know, something from that person, that's their projection. It's, it doesn't have to be mine. And I was there for myself and I still loved myself and I did the thing I wanted to do. And that was awesome. That's what, at least the way I think about it, when I look back, that's what I'm going to be really proud of. And that's what I'm going to be really excited about and grateful for is that I, I did the things I wanted to do because that I knew deep down it was going to feel good for me. And it was going to allow me to live out my truth. And, and with that, it's going to create a ripple effect so that other women and other people in, who are impacted by me or who touched or who came into my life in my bubble in some way, they also hopefully were inspired and touched in some way to live out their truth too. There's a ripple effect in that. So be compassionate and recognize that it's coming from a good place, a loving place, but we're not going to let it hold us back. And then step number four, the final step is to choose a new story. <laughs> you get to do that. You are the power. You, you hold the power. You give the power. You can either create or destroy. Like You can create your own internal environment and how you want to feel. And so if a definition, if a story, if a belief, if a thought process, if something's not working for you, if something doesn't feel good, if something's holding you back, you can change it. You give power to what you give power. Like the things that have, that hold power are the things that you give power. And so if failure is holding power over you, you get to change it so that it no longer does that for you. You get to say, okay, what is failure? How am I choosing to view it? What definition am I choosing to attach to it? And how can I move and mold and shift that so that it doesn't feel so heavy, so that it doesn't hold me back, so that it allows me to move forward? And so my new story is dancing's not weird. <laughs> it's an expression of who I am and it's fun and it's playful and it allows me to feel alive. And if someone wants to make fun of me for that, that's not in my control. That's a, that's, I could do a whole other episode on this, <laughs> but the things people say to us, the things that people judge people for, even the way we judge, it's all just a projection of the way that we feel internally. So if we, if, if someone is judging us for dancing, for being silly, for, you know, do, starting the business, for putting ourselves out there, for sharing, and for being vulnerable. If they're judging you for that, it's because they're judging themselves. It's because they think, oh, I could never do that. Or they have a story of that's inappropriate because of their own conditioning, their own um, way of being brought into the world, their own information that they have. It's just a projection of all of that. It means nothing. It's nothing. It's not about you. It's nothing about you. 
So when we can separate ourselves from that and say, that person's reaction, I'm not responsible for that, nor is it my responsibility to try and change their reaction. I'm only in control of the way that I react and respond to things and the way that I think. I'm, that's the only thing I have control of. And when we can do that, we can relieve so much of this like pressure. And there's so much relief in that because then we can start stepping into ourselves with more confidence. So choose a new story. Choose one that's going to allow you to step into that version of yourself that is already within you and just is ready to be expressed. I'm going to, uh, the other day I was going for a run and my favorite song came on and I just like couldn't help myself and I had to dance. And I was in the middle of public and I was just dancing while I was running and I was like, you know, that may, people may think that's weird, but to me, there was so much joy in that moment and I wasn't going to hold myself back from expressing that. That's doing myself a disservice. So I'm going to send myself love and know I'm allowed to express myself in this way. And I'm going to change that story. This is not weird or maybe even weird. What if that didn't have a negative story attached to it? What if it was a beautiful thing to be different? Right? You have power in doing that. Change your story. If it's not working for you, if the definition feels heavy, change it. Change it. (laughs) Who said that not finishing a book or never being able to finish a book equates to never being able to commit to something? Who said? What if it just means you don't want to finish the book and not you can't uh, finish anything in life? Right? Like pay attention, create that awareness. Awareness is key. And then just repeat this process every time you recognize that story coming up for you. I would recommend trying to change or focus on one thing because if we try and do all of it at once, it feels overwhelming and then we won't do it. (laughs) Maybe, maybe you will. But that's just what I find with myself is it gets too overwhelming and I'm like, "Ah, I don't want to do any of it. So start with one. Find one story that's really holding you back and use this process with that story and commit to it. Make it something that is a priority to you. Write your new story on a sticky note. Put it on your mirrors. Put it in your wallet. Write it on your hand. (laughs) Keep it with you constantly and refer back to it when you notice that that old story is coming up for you and repeat this process and choose a new story at the end of it. You have the power. Make your internal world feel better. (laughs) You can do that. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know how I can best support you. I have so many great resources and links in the show notes, so feel free to reach out. Again, um, I'm kind of stepping away from social media for a little bit. I'm really putting my focus on my program and showing up through the podcast and through my newsletter. So pay, I'll say pay attention, but stay tuned. So that was what I wanted to say. Stay tuned for more episodes. And if you're not on my newsletter and you want more in-depth trainings just like this, but in written form uh, and, and bonus information, you can sign up for my newsletter. I won't do more than a weekly email. So I'm not spamming your inbox, but I'm just giving you some value and some, some nuggets that you can apply to your life right now. And maybe some love letters in there too, because 
I just love you so much and I believe in you and I just, I want to be here to help support you to where it is that you want to go with your life because you deserve it. I love you so much. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for being here and stay tuned for all of the most juicy things coming so soon and we will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so, so much for listening and for being here with me. If you want more resources, pop on over to www.stephanie-dankelson.com. And until next time, stay radiant.